0: Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. Keep 100 Radio is brought to you in collaboration with SkinGrip, the only patch company that I trust with my diabetes devices. I started using SkinGrip about two years ago, and before I found them, my Dutscom would last maybe four or five days before falling off, making it really hard to lift weights, hide with my dogs, or just wanting to do the everyday things that I love. But now I can confidently travel, work out, and navigate life with diabetes without having to worry about dealing with insurance more than I have to, begging for replacements, and resorting to fingerprints. Plus, I'm in love with their mission to help us live fearlessly with diabetes. You can check out Stingrip at stingrip.com and save 10% on your order by using the code Lissie L-I-S-S-I-E, at checkout. Welcome back to Keep 100 Radio. Today, we're here with Anthony Backluke. Anthony is a fitness trainer with his bachelor's in health science. He's been training clients in person and online for the past eight years inside of his private training and meal prep and company, Backluke Training. He helps his clients get back on track so they can achieve their goals and sustain them long-term through weight training and addressing daily habits. Although Anthony doesn't live with type 1 diabetes himself, he's been mine and my fiance's trainer for the past two and a half years, and he's taught us everything that we know about gaining muscle, which is why I want to bring you onto the show. So welcome Anthony. Thank you for being here.
1: (laughs) Hello, of course. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit more about you? Like what did your fitness journey look like? Why are you into, you know, what got you into the fitness space?
1: So I think it started, my dad was always really into the gym. So when I was a kid, I would always watch him work out. And I guess I wanted to be like that. He was always a really big guy. So I remember I'd be like three years old with like a two pound weight, trying to like concentration curl on the side of the bed while my dad was doing whatever he was doing. So that's got to be what started me
0: dang since three years old
1: <laughs> crazy right
0: and then where you go from there like what did you do when you're younger i know th- uh, so for any contacts for anybody listening we also went to the same high school so right, I, right. we weren't friends in high school but we, we went to the same I'm high school, high school. Yeah. and you were on the football team so i know that you were very active earlier on too but yeah just how did that journey go
1: right and then i just went um into the weight room at school where they would like make us do workouts mm-hmm. i had no idea what i was doing but i just enjoyed being around my friends and lifting heavy weights and l- looking back, we didn't know what we were doing. We <laughs> were doing a lot of terrible things, but uh, it was just the environment and mm-hmm. um, the therapy mm-hmm. of lifting weights that I always loved. I didn't know how important it was back then, but that's what got me started.
0: Feeling strong, I think, is the coolest thing. And there's mm-hmm. so many phases through, I mean, at least my life as like, a, a woman. Like, it's like, okay, we need to get skinnier. We need to mm-hmm. be smaller. But like now, looking back, 28, I'm like, oh no, like I wish I took that opportunity to feel strong and like, Gain that muscle. So, right. how did back loop training start? Oh, man. So,
1: I've always wanted to start my own business since I was like 18 years old. That was always the goal, but I never really knew how to do it or how I would give value to people, what, what I would do. So, then once everything shut down in 2020, I was unemployed. I was getting unemployment checks and I was like, this is my chance. Mm-hmm. I'm living at home. We got to do it now. Right. So, then I was like, hmm, let me hit up some of my clients from retro. Like, Oh, and then I ended up going to their houses and then it became mm-hmm. a thing and more people liked it. And then I was rolling from there. Right. So three years later,
0: Here you we are, have a full-blown
1: training business. And I also do the meal prepping too on the side.
0: Yeah, you do a lot. It's
1: a lot of work. Yeah.
0: We have a little garage gym at our house mm-hmm. and Anthony literally comes to our house and trains. Well, now I do online training, but you've trained me, you train Jordan, and then our roommate too at the time, um, well, lives on the other side long story <laughs> <laughs> train him so like you have your own little personal training spot in our <laughs> gym it's great I love
1: Tuesdays coming there <laughs> training everybody
0: used to be there all day now all it's like day. an hour <laughs> but okay so when people are reaching out to you for support what are they mainly looking for like who do you mostly coach or train
1: I train a uh, whole uh, from 13 year olds to 80 year olds but uh, a lot of the people come to me looking to tone mm. right you hear that word a lot yeah oh yeah but um they don't really know what that means.
0: Mm-hmm. I've been
1: learning, and they go about it the wrong way, way wrong way.
0: What does that look like?
1: So uh, a lot of cardio, thousand calories a day, you know, and that's not gonna, that's going to make you lose muscle. That's not going to build any muscle.
0: So when they say they want to get toned, what do you, they usually mean? Versus what does that actually look like?
1: What it really means is to lose body fat and to gain muscle, right. so the muscle is more visible. But I'm finding a lot of these people are scared to look bulky mm-hmm. or look big. Yeah, so they stay away from those weights and they restrict their calories, they do a lot of cardio, and they think that's what's going to give them the look that the weightlifting gives them.
0: Right. Well, I mean, as a female, it's really intimidating to start because mm-hmm. first of all, you go into the gym or, for, well, if you, let's say you start online, there's so much information online. Mm-hmm. There's so many different workouts to try. You YouTube, there's, Everything and everything you go into the gym, and the weight room is filled with all these people who look like they know what they're doing, whether they do or or not, because I've been there, and I did yeah. not know what it's doing. Yeah. And then add for so like for us, you know, add type one on top of that. There's a whole nother complexity of like managing your blood sugars. I know that you said it's usually a lot of cardio, a lot of fat loss, but like what do they usually want to do instead, or what do you have them do instead?
1: What I have them do instead, mm-hmm. I have them eat a little more, <laughs> take them out of their comfort zone. We grab some heavy weights and we just start moving them with good technique. Mm. That is the way to do it. There's no other way around it, right? I think
0: when I started with you, I was because you had me actually start tracking my calories, which that can be a little bit triggering for some people. I felt comfortable mm-hmm. doing it. I started counting my carbs from diabetes, but mm-hmm. I was like, you're like just track what you're currently eating. I think I was at like fifteen hundred calories, D- and you didn't like want to tell me, no, I didn't because yeah. I'm like this is uh, <laughs> fifteen hundred calories. 80 grams of protein in a day, maybe. Not maybe. Not no. <laughs> I'll send you the screenshots. You're like, nah, we have to double that. So, why is it hard for people to do this on their own of actually building that muscle? So,
1: the I think the hardest part is they don't know what they need to do. hmm. Like, I feel like growing up the past 10, 20 years, the whole idea around fitness has been so skewed. Yeah. There's been a lot of false information. So the, definitely the biggest thing is like, just people can work hard. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that work hard, but not smart. Yes. And I hate to see it because mm-hmm. like, if they just, you know, shifted their focus a little bit, they would see so much better results mm-hmm. and be so much more sustainable and feel so much better. So.
0: so what do you mean by that? When you say they're working harder, but they're not working smarter
1: so let's say like, oh, I'm really motivated Monday. It starts. Oh, they start restricting their calories immediately. They're at 1200 calories and then they're going to go to the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then they're, they're so sore. And then the next week yeah. they're like, fuck. You're burnt out. <laughs> I don't, I can't do that again. Yeah. So how can you expect to find results if your program isn't sustainable? You can't keep doing it.
0: Right. I mean, I think that's for anything. Yeah. For
1: anything. You're not going to see any results unless you can do it again and again and again right. and because that's where the results come from. Yeah. The consistency.
0: And, and that's why I do like about your approach too, is that you do make it sustainable. So like you're never expecting somebody to show up the same way every single week or every single day. And I've had right. times where I'm like, I got to the gym, but like, mm-hmm. I was there, but I wasn't there. And you're like, okay, that's fine. I'm just happy fine. you You're up. like, you were there. That, that's.
1: And then next time we're gonna
0: right. try again. Exactly. So you find that people are kind of burning themselves out. So they're either like loading themselves up, you know, week to week of trying to shoot for a hundred percent. Maybe they're doing cardio. I remember in high school um, when I was getting ready for prom and it's like very interesting being in this position of like right now I'm preparing for my wedding. 10 years ago I was preparing for prom preparing for prom i would literally run to jersey strong so i'd run like three miles from my house to the gym i would do some ab machines there and then i would run home and that was like my daily workout on top Mm -hmm. of eating maybe a bagel for lunch and like not really taking care of my body and like fueling it enough and now on the other hand going into like this phase of my life, I'm like, oh no, I am eating over 2000 calories a day. or I'm going to the gym and lifting weights. This is such a different approach. So outside of going to the gym, what else are you focusing on with your clients that make your approach sustainable?
1: So basically we have to let them know that this is a lifelong, Mm -hmm. a lifelong thing. And if you mess up this week, that has nothing to do with next week. Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of people, like we just talked about the Monday Monday to Friday people. Mm -hmm. And then the next week they miss a day and it just crumbles. Yeah. You know, and then they're like, yeah, I screwed up. And then they binge and then they got to start all over Mm -hmm. in a worse spot than they started from. Yeah. So I guess what I do to make it more sustainable is just to like calm them down. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's okay. We dial it back a little bit and then we're going to take two steps forward the next week. Yeah. And then slowly, very, very slowly, we see the progress.
0: Yeah. That's a good point too, because there's been times in my journey too, like we may have started on like a five day a week. Uh, program. I don't even remember what we started at, but I think we did. Yeah. yeah, and then at you know at some point it was like okay. Sometimes I would get to three days or maybe four days, and I always mm-hmm. felt like oh I'm I'm not yes. doing I'm failing because I'm not hitting that five days. And you're like no like mm-hmm. I- three to four days that's still a win. Let's just make the program you know sustainable for that. And then if you feel like five days starts coming being you know more mm. realistic, then we'll talk then. But let's scale back. It doesn't mean it has to be no days or five days and you work from there. And there might be times in my life where, yeah, four days feels good. Might be times where like work Mm -hmm. is really crazy or like whatever happens and it's three days is more realistic. You're like, okay, let's work with what you can, where you can show up and then move forward from there. So I really like that.
1: We just added a day too, right? We we were at three Mm -hmm. Yep, and now we're at four.
0: Yeah, cause I was like, oh, I can go another day. Like I'm Mm -hmm. feeling like I want to. And you're like, okay, then we'll work with that. And
1: then you skip back day. over and over we
0: we were just having this conversation guys (laughs) so i just got my wedding dress the other day on wednesday and it doesn't fit it won't zipper (laughs) so i was like we have to like tone back the the back day because her last is too big it's crazy (laughs) i know to the (laughs) screw, but um in real reality when i don't have that fourth day i'm always skipping back to so that's one probably that not the problem. It.
1: It's never leg day. <laughs> no. She's always doing those Bulgarians. I love
0: leg day. <laughs> I, it's a love-hate relationship. I want, yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> so what are the basics of building muscle?
1: The basics. The basics. The building blocks. Yeah. Our first and foremost consistency. Mm. If you can't do it consistently, you're not going to get anywhere. Mm. From there, we need to sleep. So everything I'm about to tell you needs to be consistent. Okay. Right. So we need to sleep. We need to chug water with electrolytes. A lot of people miss that. Right. <laughs>
0: It's me. <laughs> it's you. I just Did
1: you try the electrolytes that yeah, I gave you? I
0: don't like them. They're all <sighs> so salty. Ah,
1: What's electrolyte? Salt is electrolytes. It's always going to be salty. I don't like it. But aren't the flavors kind of good?
0: The flavors are good. Yeah.
1: It's the best it's going to get.
0: Yeah. I've I really seeing, drowned it out with a lot of water. With like a whole liter? Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, so right. We'll, to we'll get there. So we said <laughs> consistency. We have to sleep every night at least eight hours. We need to chug water. Mm-hmm. We need to eat enough protein. What is enough? So enough... People have different opinions on it. I'm, I'm very big on the protein. I'll always have you have extra instead of not enough. Right. So I usually go with a gram per pound of your goal body weight. I think that's goal, a, body, weight. goal okay. body weight. Uh, okay. So the science behind that is usually your goal body weight is usually your lean body mass. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's where you want to get to. That's how many grams of protein that you should. You could just start there.
0: Yeah. You know, that's
1: a goal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect every single day. There's right. a range, but, and then, so protein and then yeah just getting your lifts in with full range of motion and hitting everything at least once a week
0: all right so, i mean it sounds simple mm. <laughs> but we know that it's not it's very
1: it's so <laughs> well, it,
0: it can be yeah mm. it's, it's simple but it's not easy a yes difference. yeah it's the humanness that makes it hard which is right. fair you know there's a lot more going on but okay so backtracking a little bit on the protein mm. so the interesting thing that i found um since increasing my protein because i again started at like maybe 80 grams a day and now now today One, i'm at like 120 already 120? yeah yeah oh, already today already today. You didn't have dinner yet no when? right it's Love been it. like that for the past two That's weeks awesome. i'm really proud of myself not gonna lie yeah but um okay so without the interest interesting thing is that i mean from a blood sugar perspective anybody listening to this podcast is probably lives with type 1 diabetes or another form i have found that i've had better blood sugars by having more protein so if you're listening and you're like (laughs) my meals aren't balanced it could be the protein if somebody is like me they're starting at a kind of a lower end or a lower range of protein what are some easy ways that they can amp that up see
1: it's really no secret you know Mm -hmm. it's chicken Mm -hmm. turkey salmon steak greek Mm -hmm. yogurt cottage cheese um you just have to add those into each meal and all right so say our goal is 100 grams of protein for the mm-hmm. day that could seem overwhelming like how the hell am i gonna get 100 grams right so here's what you want to do you want to break it down how many meals are you gonna have that day right let's say we have four meals Add 100 grams of protein what's the math on that <laughs> <laughs>
0: 100 by, by 425
1: four, <laughs> i'm a fucking idiot. 25 <laughs> grams per mm-hmm. meal and that's a little more reasonable right yeah right how can i get 25 grams for mm-hmm. meal and then we're like oh this many grams of chicken like oh that's that's not that bad right this many eggs oh, i can do that right and at the end of the day you hit your goal
0: yeah that's true and it's i like the add-in approach too of like it doesn't have you don't have to completely reconstruct your entire diet to just mm-hmm. be protein but it's like before i think I, in the morning i would just have my kodiak waffles and like my coffee and you're like okay how can we add more to that and i was like <clears> okay <throat> i'll add the egg whites and that's that made all the difference in my day and then also made all the difference in my energy because i'm starting Mm -hmm. with more protein and then also made the difference in like my blood sugars and just my results in general so yeah i think that's definitely fair with the lifting component so you mentioned hitting each day throughout the week or hitting each muscle group what are the main muscle groups that you're referring to there
1: so instead of muscle group let's talk Mm -hmm. movements
0: okay movements
1: so the basic movements you want to do every week are the presses Mm -hmm. the rows the squats and the hinges, hinges being like, like a deadlift, Mm -hmm. right? And as long as you hit all of those, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I'm happy as a trainer if you hit those every week and, um, just to get better at those movements, that's, what's going to pay you dividends in the long run.
0: I think that's another piece where people get really caught up. First, you have to make the decision of how many times a week can I work out? Then it's what is my split gonna be? then it's okay, what does the actual program is? So like when you're doing this on your own, there's so many of those question marks. and even like I'm a personal trainer, but like that was never my specialty of programming for myself. and that's why I was like, okay, I need somebody who knows what they're doing. and obviously two years later it it shows because I see the progress and it's not I'm not doing random workouts in the gym.
1: One thing I wanted to bring up that you've taught me a lot more about. So like dealing with people with type one diabetes. Mm -hmm. So I'm not not a dietitian, Mm -hmm. right? I give nutritional guidance. And I've always found it really hard to give you nutritional guidance Mm -hmm. because I'm always, I'm very, you know, Ignorant to the whole diabetes, or I'm I'm, I'm getting better.
0: I'm yeah, getting better. yeah, you're learning. But
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to prescribe you carbs mm-hmm. and fats because I right. didn't know how you were going to react and how how sustainable you could make that because mm-hmm. I know you have your lows and I know you have your highs. So how I didn't know how to navigate that.
0: Yeah, and that's I think that's too like when you're a client of somebody who doesn't live with type one diabetes, you have to use your best discretion too because either way, I mean, at the end of the day, like the foundations, just like we were saying, it comes down to the same things: eating more protein, getting your lifts in hydrating, sleeping, those are going to be the things that get you results. Now it's been up to me as your client to say, okay, how can I take those foundations and apply it to my management? Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe you're giving me, again, you never give me a meal plan or said like, you know, you have to stick to those macros. Yeah. And, And to anybody listening, like, If somebody is doing that, that's your sign that they're probably going outside of their scope. But you know, or listen to a registered dietitian for exact macros, exact meal plans. But you know, you said like, okay, like though this is probably about the range of protein that you want to eat. I take that and I run with it on how does that fit into my life, and then from there, you know, obviously I mentioned that's something that's actually improved my blood sugars. But how do I apply it to my insulin management? So that's been a big thing of just yeah like that balance of taking the guidance but also making it your own another thing that you've done really well and i'm gonna throw you under the bus for Uh. this (laughs) it's a good thing you have really taken in the cycle component and learned or i don't know if that's something that you already did but i'm very blunt to anybody (laughs) about like my cycle and where i'm at and how it's Mm -hmm. affecting my performance and you're really like understanding and and you're able to adjust the training based off of that And that's something I think is really cool. There's not a lot of people do that.
1: Right, right. Mm -hmm. So I learned, like, at first I started by saying like, okay, if you're not having a good week, just take it easy. But I learned that it's not just you too. Other people have had similar things. Mm -hmm. So I can tell, I can, like, I write how much weight I want you to get done. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, so if they don't hit that, they feel like they fail for the day. Yes. But if I go into the app and then cut the weight by like 30, 40%, and then you do it, you feel way more accomplished when you're doing the same exact thing that you were doing before. So instead of feeling like a failure because I didn't get what Anthony said, um, Anthony's telling me to go lighter, So I'm going to feel better about doing it.
0: That's actually such a mind. You did that on purpose. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Because there. Yeah, there is a point. So again, for anybody listening, like I'm very open. I tell you, hey, this is going to be my lower energy week. And you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, you go in, you adjust. Before it'd be all or nothing. I would either do complete body weight and say, all right, screw it. At least I showed up. Or I'd be like lifting completely the weight that you put. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the last few times, you're like, all right, let me go in and make the adjustments. So sometimes when you do put body weight, I'm like, Mm. "Now I'm going to do like at least 10 pounds. And then, yeah, I'm like, oh, I did more than you said. I shouldn't have have told her that. (laughs) I know, I know. Now, wow, you're you're tricky. (laughs) But that's another thing I think that really, for me, it's actually made my progress better because I'm no longer pushing against my body during those low energy weeks. And it Mm -hmm. allows me to show up better for weeks so where I am more energized and, and I'm actually like hitting weight. How's the, the
1: weight been moving? Yeah, oh great. Oh my God. Yeah, I was right?
0: doing the deadlifts for 155. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> we got to up that, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I, I only did 145 today. I don't do it yet. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> um, okay, so with that, um, just going back to the nutrition piece, mm. I just want to like emphasize we talk a lot about PFF in our program, like protein, fiber, fat. Mm. I know we've talked about protein, but is there any other important components for muscle growth in those other macronutrients?
1: So it all starts with just feeling good. You know, like how much fat can your body handle and feel good about? It varies. Right. So it'll take, it's a, it's a game you got to play. Like we will start with this we'll see how you feel and then we'll adjust. I definitely don't recommend cutting carbs completely. You know, that'll never be the answer for me, but so start with a number, hit it consistently And then you can adjust. If you don't hit it consistently, we can't really adjust because we don't really know what we've been doing and why we feel a certain way. Does that make sense? It does.
0: So why don't you recommend cutting carbs completely?
1: So carbs is energy. Our body uses carbs as its first source of energy. If you cut your carbs, you're not, you're just not going to feel good. Mm -hmm. And you're lying to me if you tell me you feel good. (laughs) I I don't care. They're just not going to feel good. And it's big. We talk about sustainability. It's not sustainable. Yeah. You can't go out to your friends on a keto diet. Right. You can't have a couple of drinks on a keto diet. You're coming mm-hmm. right out of ketosis. And then what? Yep. You screwed it all up. And then you're going to binge. And then you're going to start all over.
0: It, it's very much you that know? pass fail mentality. And even mm-hmm. from a, a blood sugar component, we have a lot of people. I'm, I talk a lot about like how many carbs I eat, which for like, for somebody else, it might be nothing. For me, it's a lot. You eat a lot because of carbs. I'm 5'2 and 110 pounds. But, and you
1: put down, what, 200 a day, Fifty yeah. a day?
0: Yeah, just about. Freaking awesome. But I'm very vocal about that. Some people in the diabetes community hate that because we're told, you know, because you have type 1 diabetes, cut your carbs. And there's no real consideration for how active you are, what mm-hmm. your preferences are, just your lifestyle in general. So I like that you mentioned that because again, I think people, at least in my community, get that, they get that mentality of, okay, I'm diabetic, so I have to cut carbs. And then number two, okay, I wanna lose weight or I wanna gain muscle, so I'm also gonna cut carbs because of that. And then they struggle Mm -hmm. with that all or nothing mindset because now they have all of these kind of like weights stacked against them and it's Mm -hmm. not sustainable. So then what?
1: And then what, right? Right. You're in this loop Yeah. and you're stuck.
0: Exactly. We mentioned a little bit about nutrition. We talked about exercise. We talked a little about sleep and hydration. Is there anything else that you encourage for your clients for that optimal performance mm. or results?
1: Just listen to your your body. You know, if something's not feeling good, there's a reason. Your body is is trying to tell you something. You know, so just being very aware, body awareness is what I call it. So as long as you're doing everything we just said consistently and listening to your body. Then the only thing else I would say is your, your mental health. Are you taking care of yourself mentally? Are you draining yourself out? Because that can also, you know, have a ripple effect with your results, yeah. your stress levels, mm-hmm. you know, your cortisol levels. That's huge. In the long term, it mm-hmm. can flatten you out. You know, your muscles aren't staying full and strong. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's really mm-hmm. it though. It's like we said, it's real simple.
0: Right, and I love that you mentioned the stress too, because again, I think in the experience of working with you, it's something that you do consider. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I didn't have a great week. All right, well, you're not like, all right, well, just go do it again next week. And like, sometimes maybe there's a little bit of a push of, or encouragement. You're never like, ah, mm-hmm. just, you have to meet this. It's more of, okay, well, again, what was that sleep like? How are you feeling? Or mm-hmm. right, like, how is work this week? There's more to it than just, all right, well, you got to do better. You I love push. what you
1: said. Those are the three questions I ask everybody as soon yeah. as I walk in to train them. Yeah. Just so I know what, I got to meet you where you're at, mm-hmm. right? And to have the most effective, best session. I got to know how your day was. <laughs> if you didn't sleep last night, I'm not putting all that weight on the bar. You know, we're going to move. Like with your fiance, Jordan. Yeah. He was at the firehouse last night. Right. I'm not expecting a PR right now. Yeah. I'm just happy we're out here. We're moving. We're going to get a pump and I want to make sure he eats afterward. <laughs>
0: Right. that's the that's where it comes in though yes yes <laughs> he's working hard he's meal prepping. He's doing great
1: he's finally meal prepping and everything yeah
0: I'm so that's happy. what he's doing tonight that's
1: what he's doing tonight <laughs> yep good. friday night good How was that salmon it you was have, good the salmon?
0: yeah it was great yeah we, that actually made us four meals well two meals each so it's great there we go 18 dollars but it was good
1: <laughs> yikes
0: <laughs> all right so um, a few more questions. The another question I got on Instagram was, you know, realistically, a timeline of results. Oh, what boy. does that look like?
1: Boy, it's going to be so across the board for mm-hmm. everybody. Your genetics? Mm. We didn't even talk about genetics. Yeah. Genetics are huge. Mm. Um, timeline for results. Just don't expect it. Just don't mm-hmm. just I I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we have to build all these habits before we can expect to go see the results. That's true. Right. All right. Timeline. I'm just gonna say a year. To okay. be just realistic, to be very general. Like I don't expect anything quick at all.
0: So no 30 day fix? Oh
1: man. <laughs> How many times do I get a text? Oh, I gotta this so next month. Yeah. Help me out, Aunt.
0: <laughs> oh, it drives me crazy. Well, even I mean, even on the the page of my wedding, like again, I so I'm not like trying to like look shredded for my wedding or anything but I want to like feel good I want to feel confident Mm -hmm. and we've been talking about that for again a year since last June okay how can we prep and like you know what does that look like now versus what will that look like six months before versus three months before it's been it's a journey and uh, to your point like I feel better now than I did last year because we've taken those steps to build on those consistent habits so
1: necessary right Right. oh man like we've recently upped your your calories Mm -hmm. so we can later on take them down right a little bit and you can't yeah. take them down unless you up them for you have to sit in maintenance for a little bit and let mm-hmm. your body recover to then cut it back down a little bit can right and you, you're gonna feel way better that way
0: can you speak a little bit on that of like okay if somebody is starting at say like 1500 calories mm-hmm. and they say they hear the things online of i need to go in a deficit to lose weight or lose fat why doesn't that work or does it
1: so you're already barely eating fifteen hundred calories, mm-hmm. and then they want to cut it more.
0: Yeah, like they're hearing oh, online. Man, like, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, we got yeah. a little sinus infection.
1: <laughs> but I get it a lot, and what I'm going to do with a person like that is I'm going to up their calories mm-hmm. by at least five hundred per day. They're going to hate it, but it's so necessary. They're they're already in such a deficit. Their body is just like begging to be fed for nourishment, and that's going to be like at least eight weeks, twelve week process. Mm-hmm. No right. one wants to hear that, right? You, you want to work with me for three months and they th- in their heads get nowhere. You know what but I mean? But you are. But it's such a necessary, it's a hard yeah. sale.
0: Exactly. It's hard
1: for me to explain that to people and for them to be all in with that because they're so used to the Instagram quick results, the transformations they see all over their explore page. Yes. That half of them are on steroids. <laughs> and you know what I mean? So they, the, their, their idea of results is so skewed from everything they're seeing around them. Right. That's what I see the biggest issue. So
0: with. should they be worried if they're, if you're up, if they're upping their calories is that automatically going to mean weight gain?
1: Mm, that's what they're scared of. You keep moving, and you could gain weight and not gain fat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you should worry. I don't worry about that scale. Take mm-hmm. pictures in the mirror, and that's where you're going to see the best results, or the, the most. You're going to that's where you're going to see your results in the long yeah. term because you might step on a scale. Like, I'm the same weight I was three months ago. Mm-hmm. But you look in front of the mirror and you're like, that is not the same person I was three months ago.
0: Well, yeah, that's a great point you know? too. Like my goal with you wasn't necessarily to gain weight, but it was more to gain muscle. Mm-hmm. So we've gradually increased the calories. So again, like starting at like 1500 maybe, and now over a little over 2000, my weight has not moved. Like it's the same. Mm-hmm. But again, those progress pictures, I'm like, there's more muscle you're there. The like it's
1: you've ever been. Y- yeah. With the most muscle I've ever seen on right. you. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And you weigh the same amount, right? You said
0: same, same exact. Wow. I think maybe, maybe like a two pound difference on wow. like in the middle of the day.
1: Right. <laughs> in the is middle that of, of, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, th- I think it's really interesting how that works when it's like, okay, you're moving mm-hmm. your body, you're nourishing your body and you don't have to worry about restricting it. Yeah.
1: Please don't. <laughs> please eat. Everybody yeah. listening. Please eat.
0: All right. So somebody is listening to this podcast. Yeah. They want to this year to be the year that they gain more muscle or they feel better about their body. What is the one piece of advice that you would give them on where to start?
1: Send me a message <laughs> at back Loop Training. Now, um, one piece of advice for someone starting their journey mm-hmm. is to just know that it's going to be a process and there is no finish line. It is a lifelong journey of continuing to better yourself, mm-hmm. building better habits, and running with it so don't get discouraged don't compare yourself to anybody next to you because they might have been doing it for a decade right. you know that you can't compete with them so find what works for you what feels good what you can continue to do mm-hmm. week after week reach out to a good coach yep. someone you know and yeah yep. that's really all i would have to say
0: yeah i love it it's very straightforward yeah. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, uh, I know you threw out your Instagram handle there, <laughs> but right. w- you know who do you work with and how can people reach out to you? And yeah, what, what do you do if people aren't living in New Jersey?
1: So what was, the, there was a lot of questions. There. Sorry. Okay. <laughs>
0: first question. Where can people find you?
1: Where, uh, you can find me on Instagram at backlooptraining or I have a website, mm-hmm. backlooptraining.com. You can reach out to me there. Send me a message. That's it.
0: Second question. Who do you work with?
1: Who do I work with? Mm-hmm. So we just talked about this before yeah. we got started. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we did. Right? So
1: I I've worked with literally everybody. I work with teenagers. I also have a couple of eighty year old clients and everything in between. I um my niche was my, uh, my niche? muscle <laughs> building muscle, you know, okay. and building habits. And we can do that at any age, mm-hmm. any person with any condition. We can do that with everybody. All right. It's pretty similar across the board.
0: Yeah. And we did just talk about, I'm holding you accountable here. Anthony's going to start a bridal group. Um, so yeah, look out for that. <laughs> you know.
1: married, yeah, we'll get it going.
0: <laughs> and last question, if somebody doesn't live in New Jersey, but they, because you go to people's homes and you train them in mm-hmm. person, can they work with you? And if so, how?
1: Yeah. So I have this software that I use mm-hmm. that you also mm-hmm. use, right? And I just uh, program the workouts on there. So every every day I give you a login, mm-hmm. you look in, there's a task of the day. And then there's a workout of the day. And then uh, once a week, you have to, we have to have a 15-minute phone call. Mm-hmm. But a mandatory 15-minute phone call to discuss mm-hmm. everything ha- that went over in the week. All the videos they sent me mm-hmm. to critique. And then, yeah, I send you on your way to do your next week's workout. So you don't have to be living in New Jersey to get these uh, these services. Mm-hmm. I can't send you the meals or the cookies, though.
0: No, and they are really good cookies. You like we, those cookies, yeah, right? Yeah, Jordan brought them home. You, did he yes. try the peanut butter ones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were good. Good, good. <laughs> all right, thank you so much for coming on and talking all about... Building muscle. All
1: right. Thanks for having me. (laughs)